Welcome back to the Big Red Hunters podcast. We want to start out by saying thank you to our sponsors, Big Farig Coolers. They offer coolers, cattle coolers that hold medication and vaccinations, tumblers, growlers, and dry boxes. The coolest thing about Big Farig is you can customize it, customize it all with whatever you want. Uh, check them out at bigfarig.com, and uh, if you have any questions, email at info at bigfarig. Our next one is Glory Visuals. They specialize in wedding and commercial films. So they do videography and it's incredible. Y'all should go check them out on social media. You also can check them out on glorivisuals.com. Next up, other guys outfitters. They specialize in dry field and Canada goose hunts. Uh, they run from November through February, and they've done an awesome video of Dive Bomb Industry, so you check it out. If you want to book a hunt, uh, call Crager at 308-637-7777, or check the other guys' outfitters on Facebook and Instagram. Next up is Faithful Images. Ooh. This is our personal photography business. Um, you can check us out on Instagram or Facebook at Faithful Images Nebraska, or our website, our website, faithfulimages.org. Next up, uh, Redbeard's Custom Calls. He runs the Timber Rattler or the Cut Down Duck Call and Crossing Guard Goose Call. Awesome calls, awesome quality. This guy's no, he knows what he's doing. So give uh, Andrew a call at 712-898-6989 and uh, let him know we sent you because he'll give you 10% off. Yeah, buddy. All right, next one is Chaku Peru, owned by Angelo. He specializes in big game and waterfowl hunts in the U.S., Mexico, South America, Europe, and Australia. So you can check him out at chakupuru.com or contact him at 469-999-4043. Last one up and a new sponsor to the podcast, Whitetail Taxidermy in Louisville, Nebraska. Owned by Jody Schultz. Uh, you might know him as Pappy from our YouTube. Awesome guy, and he's an award-winning taxidermist. So give him a call at... 402-630-0031. With that being said, those are our BRH podcast sponsors. We appreciate each and every one of them, and let's jump into the episode. Welcome back to the Bigger to Hunters podcast. This is Hunter Dital. And I'm Shay Dital. My beautiful wife. Wee. How are we doing today, baby? Oh, not going to lie. I'm pretty tired. I could use a lot of caffeine. Me and Hunter were just talking about trying Sprite Zero with pre-workout. So I think I might give it a try. I think <laughs> it would be a horrible idea. But I want to try it. But you want to try it. It's Sprite Zero too, so it's not like the sugar would make my stomach upset, but I don't know. I'm just dragging today like no other. So, <laughs> but uh, babe, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, today we're going to go over taking photos during hunts, the do's and the don'ts. Ooh, so if you guys favorite. haven't heard during the intro, we own Faithful Images, whoop, whoop. my beautiful wife's photography business. She's an absolute stud and got it started Aww. and she does Thanks. all sorts of stuff. What do you do, babe? Well, Faithful Images really 
is a foundation on just capturing God's images. And so, um, I mean, I do everything. I take anything from seniors, mini sessions, couples, weddings, even I've lately been asked to do a lot of like promotional business stuff. So like taking photos of people's um, houses when they're going to sell them or even um, photos of like vehicles that they're going to sell. So yeah, it's kind of cool, but yeah, that's that. So check us out on Faithful Images Nebraska on Instagram. So how'd you get started? How did I get started? Yeah. Funny story you ask. <laughs> Big Red Hunters. Um, so Big Red Hunters actually really opened that opportunity for me. I always um, was around cameras, was in 4-H, um, did photography in school, and just really liked being around the camera, but never in my life did I think that I'd become a photographer. Um but once I met my husband, my lovely husband, and he loved hunting so much, I was like, it'd be kind of cool to take photos of this. Like, I love hunting, but I also like looking over and seeing my husband smile looking into the sunset and shooting ducks. And so I was like, you know what, babe, let's get a camera for Big Red Hunters and I'll just take photos for like the Instagram and for the website. So we bought a camera. Um, I'm pretty sure that was a Sony A6000. Yeah. And um, just the lens and took some photos. It was a good first camera. Um, but that kind of opened the window to just getting into photography. And so I asked family, friends, hey, can I just take photos of you for free? Get some, like, experience under my belt. See if I even like it. And I grew to love it. And then that just um, created faithful images. And from there, it's really taken off. I have lots of weddings um, and lots of sessions here in the future. So if you are interested in getting photos, go ahead and hit us up. So, yeah. So it basically kind of set that foundation for the listeners just because you don't have to be some professional photographer or some crazy Instagram photographer that does amazing photos. Like this could be for you and your family. Right. Just for memories. And I'm just going to say right now, we have pictures of Nala's first hunt. We've got video of Nala's first hunt, and I will forever look at that. And so that's kind of what I'm getting at when we get started with the do's and the don'ts is like, it's just about doing it. Well, and some people think photos, oh, they're talking about professional. I don't even have a professional camera. Like, this doesn't even pertain to me. No, this actually can pertain to anyone, even if you use your phone. I mean, phones are getting so crazy nowadays that you can do half the things that a camera can. Now, I would never take professional photos on a phone, by all means, but you still can take photos with a phone. So these this pertains, honestly, to anything that can capture a photo. So, so this is uh, based kind of more out of... Uh more of a first-time photographer. Somebody's just getting started. Right. Um, we're just going to run down some do's and then go some don'ts. Uh, the first do that we're going to go to is get the emotion of the hunt. Mm, when you're good. when you're trying to take a really, or trying to get photos that you're going to look back on, you want to see that emotion. You want to see all the excitement, um, all the passion. You know, you want to see somebody in their element. That's why Shay said she likes to take photos of me, like looking at the sunset, because she understands that that's... That's, your emotion that's my emotion that's my piece like that I, I don't even know how to describe I, I can it. explain it even too like there's a difference between hey hunter look at me and smile and then just capturing in the moment of someone doing something they love so there's a big difference in a photo that i take of saying hunter look this way smile this way move your head this way 
or literally just sitting there and taking photos in the moment where he doesn't even know I'm taking them or maybe he does, but he's not focusing on the photo. He's focusing on watching this bird fly in or getting Nala set. And so that's the difference between taking just a normal post photo and then getting an emotional photo. And so those photos that you capture of, you know, them being raw and just them in the moment will make a big difference in photos that you take, whether for your business, for Instagram, or just for an Instagram, or really just for yourself, because they're raw and they're real and they're not posed. So I think that's, it covers that one. Yeah. that's um, Second one is get family pictures. Yeah. Now, you know, a lot of times you're hunting with family and that's just kind of normal and that's a great thing. That's an awesome thing. Um, but I would say in this, and I, I speak to this because it's something personal for me, but you don't, you don't know when your last hunt is going to be. You don't know when your family members, that's going to be their last hunt. Right. That's just life. It, it sucks in certain circumstances, but just knowing that you can look back and say, Hey, I've got this awesome photo in that moment and can have that memory with that person or even dog. Um, and, uh, my personal story of this is that I took a, actually, I'm pretty sure it was you. I think you said mm-hmm. you should bring your camera. Yeah, with your and, grandpa. And we were hunting with my grandpa yeah. and his dog. And uh, that was, that was that dog's, that was, sorry, <laughs> phone went off. That was the dog's <laughs> last hunt. Right. And, or I think they had a few more hunts after that, but like that was the last hunt that we had. And that's some of the last photos that, that dog ever had and my grandpa got pictures done right after that dog passed and he has his in his house right. you'll forever be able to have that memory right and just like you said that's the difference between you got when we say family pictures it doesn't mean you have to be posed like during a hunt family pictures means you know capturing a dad and a son shooting together or sitting in the blind together or like you said your grandpa and his favorite dog like just hanging out in the blind waiting for birds to come in those are the photos we're talking about. And even if you want to post family picture, it's always such a blast for me, at least when I'm taking photos after the hunt with all the things that you got that day, whether it was, you know, ducks, geese, teal, whatever it is, maybe even turkey or deer, just get a quick shot of either them holding it or on the back of the tailgate with the family who was on that hunt. I mean, it doesn't have to be just this posed, all right, mom, dad, brother, smile. Like, get them in the moment. Get some emotion. Get it raw. Get it with whatever you got that day. It'll make those photos mean a lot more. Perfect. Next one, I get the beauty of God's creation. Ah, my favorite. I'll do this one. Um, I absolutely love my favorite part of a hunt is like 10 minutes before shooting time where the sun's rising, you just hear pure nature, the smell of fresh wind, um, the sound of the water moving. You can hear some of the ducks in the background just waking up on the water, moving, and you're getting excited because you have 10 minutes until you can shoot. And you're just really soaking in, honestly, God's creation. And, you know, my business is completely a foundation around God and my faith. And so, I think this is my favorite part when it comes to do's of hunts is like you can't shoot right now. So you might as well one, enjoy it. And two, grab some photos, whether it's with your phone, whether it's with a camera, um, just 
or even a video, just get some content that really captures the nature and beauty of hunting. A lot of people, when you hear hunting, they only think of, you know, killing and um, not so the beauty part of it. And when I think of hunting, my first thought is that 10 minutes before the hunt. And I think that that can really change people's perspective of hunting, let alone understand why it's such an incredible experience. So anything to add on that one, babe? No, you cover that one pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. You can have the next one. <laughs> all right. Uh, try to get unique angles. What I mean by this is, so say you're trying to take a, a photo of your dog and you're trying to get a photo of the dog coming with, to you with a duck. Right. There's two ways to take photo. You can just stand there, take a photo. Awesome. Great. Cool. It looks great. But try to get unique angles. And this experience, you know, try to get to the dog's level. It makes that dog, right. um, it it centers that photo. Therefore, it looks a lot better. It right. looks a lot more crisp. That's what I mean is just try, try to use unique angles and try to get different angles. Try to get an angle that most people don't live in. Now, professional photographers, that's kind of one of the big assets they have is knowing this and right. the intentionalness. Because if you take angles from different angles than people normally live, it looks odd. It looks unique. It That sparks someone's interest. Right. And I mean, even if you just had a phone, again, not a professional camera, you probably have seen this on the internet, but it really does work. Flip your phone upside down. It gives a different perspective to the human eye, and it creates a different dimension in the photo that makes it so unique and different. And so just give that a try the next time you're on a hunt. Flip it upside down. If you're taking it, a photo of a dog or different elements besides humans, the only time I'd say really with humans, keep your phone upright because you want it to be at eye level. But besides that, capture unique photos. To Literally, I'll have photos of Nala where it's like a 360 and I will choose the angle that I like the most best because it makes it unique and different and it's just not a straight shot. So get out of your element, try different things, try different angles and really just push yourself out of your comfort zone. You never know what kind of content you'll get from it. And guess what? If you mess up, all you have to do is hit delete. Exactly. <laughs> you can't really feel bad that much. All you got to do is hit delete. So. All right. I think that covers do's. Uh, we're going to move on to don'ts. Uh, I'll start with this one because I feel pretty big about it. Um, don't just get pile pictures. Can um, you clarify what pile pictures are, babe? Yeah, pile pictures are, so say you and a buddy go out and you shoot your limit. So say you got two buddies, you've got 12 ducks, and just center you up, take a picture of you and your buddy with the ducks. Now, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Now, I don't have... Uh, that's another conversation, but... Pile picks in themselves, I don't really take a lot of them just because hunting is not about killing. It right. really, I mean, it is for harvesting meat for your family, but it's not just about that. There's right. so many elements to a hunt that I think a pile, pile picture does not do justice. now For the hunt. It doesn't even now, describe hunting. Now, can you take them? Absolutely. Are they right. good memories? Yes. I'm right. not trying to take away from that. What I mean by this is if you're going to be someone that takes photos... And you want to have an Instagram, great. Don't just don't just have ten photos and they're just pile pics. Right, Get it, it just more takes of, away from hunting. It right. really does. Yeah, no, I agree completely. And you know, there's built a whole culture about Instagram that pile pics just get all these photos or excuse me, all these likes and these comments. Like, there's it just frustrates me because there's just so much more. Right, there's so much more to hunting than just getting 
dead animals quite honestly like they're like we talked about in the do's you get emotion you get um joy you get family photos you get the beauty of god's creations unique angles there's so much more than just the outcome of the hunt so this kind of dives or dives a little deeper that i probably should but i'm going to anyway pile pictures and the whole instagram culture has now brought on an unintended consequence by that. I mean, there's so many young hunters that are getting in the sport and now all they care about is killing. Right. That's all they want to no, do because they want like, up. they want likes on their Instagram. Right. You know, when you went out 30, 40 years ago, you know, they went out just as sportsmen to have a good time with their buddies. Right. And that's what it's about. And what they brought home, they brought home. Great. You know, right. But it's just, it's, it's created a, an issue with and that kind of spurs into some more issues too that i won't get into but kind of finishes that up uh next one is don't get in the way of the hunt what i mean by that say an example you're in the goose pit you know you're trying to get a picture of your dog that's chasing a goose that's cool awesome but don't get in the way of the hunt meaning there's if there's another flock of geese coming your way get in the blind get down get out of the way you know I'm not saying that don't try to get a picture of that or don't do this. I'm just saying there's more people on the hunt. Be respectful. Right. And I mean, that just comes like, that's a perfect example for me. Like if I'm going on a hunt just to take photos, I have to understand like when is a good time to take a photo and when is not a good time to take a photo. And you're honestly there just to like help capture moments and everything. And that's awesome. But there is a time to take a photo and there's not a time to take a photo and it's nothing would upset Hunter more. And I haven't done this yet. So thank gosh, but I know that it would upset him a lot if I'm trying to come out of the blind, take photos of them trying to bring birds in them calling. It's a great moment, but that's a good moment to stay in the blind, stay unseen and capture photos. That is not a good time for me to walk around the blind and cause another distraction to where I could be limiting their hunt. So just know, babe, <laughs> just know if you get in the way of a flock of spoonies, my I'm, face will be in mud. <laughs> you said it. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I could read your mind a mile away. <laughs> All right. So the next one, uh, don't just, uh, get the same, uh, same type of photos every time. We kind of talked about this with the unique angles. Yeah. Um, but it's really just means, heighten what you're doing um try different things because you know you might get a different angle or something new that you've never tried and it's gonna look awesome yeah just post different stuff get new content try new stuff it'll bring a lot more character into the photos so uh next one this is a big one and i fail at this one all the time so shay likes to give me crap Mm -hmm. now we just bought like what 328 gig Mm -hmm. cards so hopefully this won't be an issue anymore uh but don't forget to take extra batteries and sd cards right so if you have a camera it doesn't have to be professional but any sort of camera make sure you always pack extra batteries and cards that hold the memory of the photos um nothing's worse if you forget any of that because you can't really use the photos now again if you have a phone perfect make sure it's fully charged nothing sucks more than letting your husband go on a hunt and he didn't charge his phone last night and i can't even get a hold of him so make sure (laughs) your phone which might be intentional who knows yeah there it is Uh uh-huh but make sure your phone's charged that way if something goes wrong you can get a hold of people as well as you can take photos so 
A big one for me on this one is there was a hunt last year. Uh, I actually think uh, Brad from Real Fresh Catch, he's got, I think he actually has a YouTube video of this. Uh, we went on a hunt, awesome hunt, killed some geese, killed some ducks, had an awesome time. Um, so if you have, if you should check out that YouTube video. It's an awesome one, but, uh, and we actually, so Brad and I have this deal where we give each other crap about subscribers and we've been like back and forth on who's ahead. <laughs> so I would say subscribe cause I, he's one of my buddies, but I'm saying don't subscribe cause I want to stay ahead. So subscribe to me first and then you can there subscribe. There you to go. So That's a good one. Subscribe to our YouTube, Big Red Hunters, and then you can subscribe to it. <laughs> uh but uh there was a hump killed some ducks killed some geese just an awesome time and uh there was actually the kid that was there that was his first hunt with his grandpa and his dad and i didn't i didn't have enough batteries and so i get to miss taking out some of the photos and taking some of the video that i would have for right for that family so just uh you might miss certain situations or opportunities that you really do not want to miss if you have your camera with you um, if you have extra batteries and SD cards. So, right. and as, I mean, batteries and SD cards, I mean, they're a little bit, but they're, whole, they're not that spendy. So no, it's always better to have extra. Just yeah. go, go to Amazon, buy some new ones. <laughs> uh, last one, last but not least, uh, don't get frustrated. Talk to mentors and watch YouTube videos. So we kind of preface this whole conversation with, we started as beginners. Right. We didn't even have intent to ever become a photography business or um really like have brh become what it has became we just really had a camera that we bought and it was just for fun and so we walk, we could get walk us photos. through the process of how you came from us just buying a camera just to get started and take some photos to now i'm a professional photography i'm rocking it um i would just say with anything like when you first start photography if you're just wanting to get a like regular camera and just check it out you can always borrow someone's or you can get someone like we got the A7 or no. Yeah, the A6000. It's a Sony. We prefer Sony. Um, but then from there, once Faithful Images kind of got bigger and bigger, we invested in more expensive gear. So now I shoot in A7 III um, and a 35 lens. Um, but, you know, if anything out of all this, I would say... The biggest way I learned was practice as well as, yeah, watching YouTube videos as well as I have class experience. So I actually got education on photography. But if you don't have any of that, that's okay. Talk to people that you know that takes photos. Reach out to us. I would, I love educating people. Um, watch YouTube videos. I mean, YouTube videos is where you really can find the foundation of stuff. So like just even if you're using a phone right now, shooting into the sunlight and then shooting away from the sunlight is super important. So any photos always shoot into the sunlight. The reason why I say that is you get sun exposure and you don't have shadows on a face. So if I'm taking a photo of Hunter right now, I want the sun to be against his back and not at his face. Now, if it's any time after like five o'clock in the afternoon, it'd be the other way around. And so just like little things like that, little tips and tricks to photography, you can learn just basically on watching YouTube videos. And so I just would say, don't get mad. You're going to, I mean, if there's anything to get mad about, get mad about when you can't shoot duck because your gun gets jammed, but not because you're not feeling confident on photos. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my, my little that's snitch. That's your feel. I, I do remember, and this speaks to me is when I got started, 
don't don't have too high of an expectation of yourself right off the bat. Um, for me, I got we got our A6000, got a nicer lens, and I just I thought to myself, I expect that I now have this quality camera, and I've got this nice lens, and I'm gonna go start taking these amazing photos of these ducks in flight. There is only a certain amount of people that really one know how to do it, two does it well, right. and then three like can do it consistently. It takes time. And so just know that not many people can do it. I'm not saying you can't and I'm not saying you won't. I'm just saying don't get frustrated having the expectations up front that I should be doing this, but I'm not getting what the results that I want. Practice. Right. Work with said people. Um, you know, I I've come a long way, you've come a long way, and we still have a long way to go. Right. I mean there's always room for learning and it just depends what your goal is when it comes to photos. If you're just there to get some good photos on your phone and don't really care to, you know, have an Instagram or even um, take professional photos, that's fine. Try those couple of tips that we gave you um, on the do's and go on with your day. But if you're like, I wouldn't mind getting into professional photography, do some research. Or research. Um, listen, we're going to create another po- uh, podcast that goes more in depth to this topic. And continue to listen and learn and educate. And from there, that's how you get better. I mean, you can't get better unless you trial and error and learn. That's the only way. So, All right, baby. Is that it for today? That's it for today. I'm going to go try this Sprite and uh, pre-workout, and we'll see how it goes. (laughs) We'll put it on the story (laughs) for Big Red Hunters, so check it out. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks again for listening to Big Red Hunters podcast. Hit subscribe if you haven't already. Check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And we will see you next time. Let's go. Here I come to a Sprite. And pre-workout. Here I come to a Sprite. And a pre-workout. 